CFL. It is Randy Ambrosi checking in. Kellen, you can leave uh, Dave and Blake up here. They're going to be part of this. Uh, but Randy, first and foremost, thank you for joining uh, here on 630 Chad. You're chatting with Brendan Escott. And uh, you must have a huge, have had a huge sigh of relief that uh, once everything got ratified and passed, that there was actually going to be a couple of kickoffs this evening. Oh, very excited. You know, I, I think I felt 25 pounds lighter when I woke up this morning, and yet my wife said I didn't look any any different. So that's, uh, you know, good, some good and bad. But, you know, no, seriously, it was uh, it was great to get the news last night that the, the players had ratified the, the agreement. You know, guys, I, I think first you just got to tip your hat to the, to the CFLPA's bargaining committee and the CFL bargaining committee. Uh, you know, we tasked them on our side as we wanted to build the framework for a long-term partnership with our players. I think they've done just that, and uh, and it gives us an opportunity to activate uh, a chance to really change the relationship with the players to be more uh, less transactional, more long-term oriented, and I'm really excited to get starting on that. Uh, and it really starts tonight with the kickoff of the game that's happening in Ottawa right now and then the game uh, that Edmonton's playing in in Winnipeg. But uh, exciting times on the horizon. Uh, we'll drop the puck with this, Randy. Uh, fair to say that there, there had to have been some compromise on both sides here. I know the players were originally uh, reportedly not willing to move off of that, uh, that player ratio. That was a real point of contention. Uh, uh, just... You know, in terms of what was conceded both ways, everybody's happy that ultimately there's going to be games played. Well, look, sometimes uh, that expression, nobody wants to see how the sausage gets made, is, uh, is, uh, is actually very apropos. I think this is one of those times where that is the case. Look, I, I just commend everybody. In the end, we went in uh, with a goal of, you know, our, ours, we wanted, uh, we were focused on competition and excellence. We know that from our market research uh, that that's what this next generation of CFO fans are looking for. Uh, they're, you know, they're watching sports from all over the world. This new world, this new paradigm of, of, of entertainment is bringing the world to their fingertips, literally. And we think we've got a great game, so we were focused on, uh, on competition and excellence. And I think the players had a number of priorities that I'm happy to say I think we addressed. So, look, in the end, there is always compromises in the bargaining process, and you have to commend both sides for ultimately getting a deal done. All right, I'm going to ask a question for, before Blake because I know how it works with you and Blake. Once once you get going, every, like this interview is going to be off the rails. So there you go. Um, so I want to ask you as well, I don't think this has been talked about enough. We, we focus on the ratio, which is very important, the ratification bonus, which was, I think, key. But the uh, the, the health benefits and the, the, the health and safety and the mental health benefits, uh, the players have been fighting for better coverage in all facets of health and even mental mental health and and speak about the work that was done by both sides to make sure that that both sides do have good uh physical and mental health supports yeah look it's a it's an excellent point and again some of these things have been overlooked in the in the conversation but i think again we what we aspire to do and i believe the players had the same goal is we needed to build a framework a foundation that we could uh, that we could work with together to make the game better, stronger, and for our players to make to set them up for long-term health, both on and off the field. And I think we've accomplished that. The, you know, the introduction of a, of a mental health uh, program, I think, is really important. 
look, it, just everywhere you look in this field, the, you know, one of our priorities was more roster continuity. We hear this from our fans all the time. They want to see players come and play and stay and make their homes and their lives in these communities. We saw, you know, the introduction now of, uh, of uh, guaranteed contracts for players that re-sign with their teams. That's really important. I, again, you just can't say enough about the two bargaining units. It was heavy slugging, but in the end, I think they put together a really good, very comprehensive program that sets the CFL up for long-term success. You know, Randy, uh, I want to. I want to first of all make a comment that uh, um, I've been to Spolumbo's. I've seen how the sausage is made, and you're correct. No one needs to know how to do that <laughs> or how that's done. Um, <laughs> but at the, you know, the one of the things that was on the table, and I, and I know this has been. I, I remember back when we were playing, hearing this thing about guys that have uh, international players that have been in the league for a number of years, and uh, then they become Canadians or naturalized Canadians uh, in, within the league's eye. Um, how how important was was that in in this negotiation process? How like was that something that they the uh, both sides were in agreement on yeah you know what Blake I think it's a great question and can, frankly a surprisingly good question coming from a guy that still got some <laughs> bulgogi stuff on his shirt from lunch earlier today uh, but I'm going to say no Blake seriously it's the right question to ask because it was another thing that we really felt if you go back in the history maybe two of the greatest names in CFL history uh Ron Lancaster and Angela Mosca both played in this league as, nat as nationalized Canadians. And, uh, and what our goal was is that was, again, it was about roster continuity. It was about rewarding those players that come and make home. You know, Blake, when I first got to Edmonton in, in 1989, and one of the things I quickly learned is that that franchise, uh, how much they valued and rewarded um, you know, the commitment to the community and the history. I mean, you were such a big part of that. And the fact that you were born and raised Edmontonian was certainly a part of it. But but you were part of a of a culture that really wanted players to come and stay and play. And, you know, I had uh, I had Henry Williams and, and Willie Pless as my neighbors when Barb and I lived there. That was such an important part of the league. And I think we were trying to get back to that because we know that players that come and make their lives in their homes and raise their families in our CFL cities, um, you know, they get, they, that really helps us to grow and build our brand. And again, Blake, I know you understand that because you've been such a big part of it all these years, but that was definitely a priority for us. And again, you have to commend both the players association and the CFL bargaining committees, because I think in the end, they saw that as they saw the value that creates and they found a way to make it work. Chatting with CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi here on the Countdown to Kickoff show. Brendan Escott steering the ship. Uh, Randy, in terms of the footing you find yourselves on today as you wake up between the CFL's global presence that it's worked toward the last couple of years, uh, a sports betting deal that I'm sure is going to help in the long term financially, and now a seven-year collective bargaining agreement, you've got to be happy with the stability that the league is on today. Well, I, I sure do, and I'm going to start by saying a giant shout-out to the CFL governors, all of whom have been really uh, incredibly committed to building a long-term vision, building a, you know, putting the foundation stones in place. Because I, I, I look at this, uh, 
I think I call it the perfect trifecta. You've got the revenue sharing program. And again, that never would have happened without the leadership and guidance of our governors. And that revenue sharing, which has been absent in our league for more than four decades, is now in place. You've got the genius sports transaction, which opens the doors to technologies and sports marketing and, and gambling and, and, and broadcast opportunities, broadcast augmentation opportunities. That is incredible. And now this seven-year deal with the players. Look, in many respects, uh, you know, we've used these past two years, very difficult years, very years where lots of people suffered. Uh, but I think we've used them in the most productive way. And I do believe we are now at the beginning of a new beginning for this league. And for guys like Blake, who, uh, despite the fact that I love giving a hard time, you know, Blake understands the history. He was an incredibly important part of the history of this league. And, and Blake knows that Canadians can compete. R Blake and I played with some amazing players. Blake happened to be one of them. But when you mention names like Pierre Bercheval and Rod Connup, and you think about all the great players that you saw, Blake, coming in and out of your life and out of our locker room, we know that Canadians can compete. And I'm excited, um, you know, we've, we've uh, made a big commitment to Canadians on our rosters. And now, uh, given the coaches some flexibility to make sure that they can deploy the talent to make sure all of our teams are competitive, I, I can't help but feel good about what we've accomplished here. Uh, anything else from Dave Campbell for CFL Commissioner Randy Ambrosi? Well, I pitch, I pitch, I'm going to pitch a podcast idea. Randy and Blake uh, come together and do a podcast. I think uh, I think you would set record numbers of uh, downloads. That's all I got. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to tell you this. I think we did. We should do it, and it should be done over lunch. I think every I think every episode should be a new a new restaurant, a new lunch, and we'll both have to wear white shirts. And then one of the things we do at the end of the show is we see who schlopped more food on their shirts uh, over the over the course of the episode. And I'm going to tell you guys, I got to believe if you if the most schlopping wins, my friend Blake, who I literally love like a brother, my friend Blake is going to win that by a landslide. Yeah, I got a. I, I have the ability to have stuff hit my shirt, Randy. I know that. Um, so, and maybe it's because I'm talking when I'm eating. But uh, I think that would be a, a heck of an idea, and I'm sure we would never run out of restaurants. It could. You could be sponsored by one of those detergent sticks that you, you know, when you spill on your shirt and you just quickly. Time to go. Deal with Club it. soda. There, there you go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, listen, Randy, I appreciate you so much taking some time for us here. Uh, what excites you the most? This will be the last question I've got you. So much change in the offseason, some rule changes that have got to excite some fans. What excites you as the commissioner the most about this upcoming season? Oh, my gosh. I think it's at, uh, what the guys have done. To, uh, again, a big shout-out to Greg Dick, our head of CFL uh, football operations, and the entire rules committee process, our presidents. Uh, welcome to Victor Q, who I think is going to be a great – he is a great addition to the league, to our coaches and GMs. The, uh, the thing I'm most excited about is the hash marks because today when that uh, the ball's already kicked off in Ottawa, but those hash marks have been moved in. I was in Ottawa uh, two weeks ago, and I looked at the field. And, Blake, you know this so well. You know, that, that short side of the field with the old hash marks was a pretty tight space. And there wasn't a lot of room to maneuver over there. But that wide side, left hash to right sideline, we were actually playing 11-man football because most coaches did not want 
that quarterback to throw that long horizontal throw all the way from the from the left hash all the way to the right sideline. And we hear, we kept hearing that Zed receiver uh, was largely not part of the play, and that meant that that uh, that corner that was guarding that Zed receiver was really not part of the play. Moving this hash marks in, that means now the left side of the field from the left hash is a big space. Blake, I, I think you'd agree with me. Um, playing the will linebacker in the CFL just got harder. I think there's so much room out there. It's going to open our field up. We have almost 700 square feet per player more space on a CFL field. I think we finally have opened up our field to be the magnificent canvas that it was originally intended to be. I think we're going to see this game open up and all of this talent we have is going to shine. I think if, if the most the singularly, the most thing I'm, the thing I'm looking most forward to watching is to see how our offensive coaches take advantage of that change, how they use this big field of ours and uh, boy, to see how the defensive coordinators will adjust because we know they will. And uh, it'll be a great, uh, a great battle between them. But I think we're going to see exactly what we hope for fun, fast and entertaining football, which has been at the hallmark of this uh, great league of ours for decades. I think it's, it's going to get, it's going to get faster. It'll be more fun. And our goal is to be the most entertaining brand of football on the planet. I think we've gotten there. Appreciate your time so much, Randy, and your insight. Looking forward to this season. I know it's going to be a great one, and we'll chat uh, in the very near future. Guys, All the best, Randy. Me one favor, would you would you would you give Blake a hug for me? He's a great guy, as you know. <laughs> but make sure you've got your hand on your wallet when Blake's hugging yeah. you back. A hug and a napkin, it sounds like. Noted. Ah, <laughs> uh, Randy, you're Thanks, you're Randy. a piece of work. CFL <laughs> <laughs> Commissioner Randy Ambrosi on the Countdown to Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Furnace Family. It's